On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me tea with Tess and Dee. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two funny girls and tea with Tess and Dee. On the third oh. day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three funny topics. Two funny girls, Auntie I think that's okay. It. I was, and I'm, I'm not gonna... sure that I could think of four. <laughs> I thought we were done at two, and then no. you went on for three. So yeah, I probably should have stopped for a loop. Two. Well, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's good. It's everything's good. fine. Everything's fine. Everything's, everything's, fine. Fine. everything's totally fine. Totally fine. Totally fine. What? Not even one week till Christmas oh. now. I'm excited. I know, me too. It's funny how, like, as I get older, you think that, like, the anticipation and excitement would die. It doesn't. <laughs> just die. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it really doesn't. I'm still just as excited. But over the weekend, I had a conversation with somebody, and they were explaining how um, someone they know was not introducing Santa, and they were never going to really introduce Santa. And it was always just going to be like, yeah, Santa's mom and dad. And I'm like, True. yeah. I feel like that is like a lot of magic lost. And it was interesting because I said, even at raining? my, yes. Perfect. Even at my age, I still believe in the spirit of Santa. So I always want my kids to believe in Santa mm. because I think that there's a magic to it. And it's not like necessarily santa claus but it's the magic and the spirit of santa that i do even at our ripe old age of just under 40 still exists i was gonna say don't you dare say our age of course of course murphy's law yeah we move outside because we're like we can do this outside and it's so a nice temperature all right now it's very it's nice. beautiful but i do love the rain honestly it's one of my favorites i like running in the rain I like ever. I like the sound of rain. So like when you're sitting in oh, a car, yeah. or whatever kind of vehicle, or like you're in a cabin or oh, a yeah. tin. Like I just love that sound. I find it soothing to my soul. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, last week we talked about how much we love Christmas, but we also acknowledged how that can be really tough. Yeah, and interestingly enough, um, Tess and I were just talking about this article that we had both read on the CBC, the CBC, the CBC about how loneliness can be, or is as bad for your health as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. And it's the stigma around it that will stop people from getting help. That's tough. That is tough. And like loneliness is so all-encompassing it can feel so like at this time of year I was gonna say this time of year it's huge because it's a lot of people coming together with friends and family or traveling to see friends and family and and sometimes you don't have the option to do one of those things like you might have to work so you maybe you can't travel and your family doesn't live here and so you absorb yourself into work and stuff like that it can feel really lonely um one of the big corrections I wanted to make as well as that we had talked about the help number. If you are feeling lonely, if you're feeling suicidal at all for mental health reasons, if you need someone to reach out to and you don't feel like you have any, a friend or a family, 
the number to call in BC is 988. 988. Not 811. Oh, okay. 811, I'm I think sure If you did call 811, though, they would pass you through. Most definitely give you the um, right number or get you in contact with someone yeah. that you need. But loneliness is really hard and it isn't anything to be ashamed about. Like we all, even if you are surrounded by family, friends, whatever, you can still feel lonely. You may have a partner beside you and you can still feel super lonely, especially at this time of year. Um, if you do need anyone to talk to, make sure you reach out to somebody, find a safe person. And if you don't feel like you have a safe person, use these resources use 988 yeah. and there is lots of resources because mental health is a huge hugely important and it's you're not alone mm. we all deal with it and i've dealt with bouts of anxiety yeah. depression i know you've yeah, had your yeah. own journey as well with it um you're not alone we are always here as well you can always reach out to us and if i'd you... rather someone reach out to anyone yeah. whether it's a stranger or a health member reach out because Nobody wants you to go through that. No one no. wants you to feel that way. Everyone and anyone, even if it's a stranger, would rather sit down and listen and help you or guide you or what just let you vent than what you might be thinking or what you might yeah. be thinking of doing next. Reaching out, there's so many people, strangers, friends, family, mental health workers, counselors. There's, there's The list goes on. There's a lot of resources out there definitely that can help you and can help you through these really lonely thoughts. They can also give you ideas and way to participate in the community. Um, maybe you've just lost your way a little bit and you need to talk to someone to help you find your way again and do not feel ashamed. We all go through those and yeah. we all need help at some point to help us find our way again. We all feel lost at points in our lives. We all and feel it looks lonely. different for everyone. So don't ever feel like, oh, the, I'm fine. Yeah. Like it looks and, it's different for everyone. And don't compare yourself yeah. and think, oh, like, or think that everyone else is so happy because we are all battling things that you don't see. You only see a portion of our life. Even Tess and I, I mean, even though we share openly about a lot of things, we still have our own battles and we all have our own battles. So try to be kind to everybody if you are going through some loneliness and you're really struggling right now, reach out to somebody, yep. um, use your resources, use your community. If you don't feel like you have that, use some of the provincial accessible communities. Um, but there is always somebody there to help you, to talk to you, to help you through it. And don't be ashamed to like reach out to your friends, the ones that are closest to you, because you might think like, oh, I don't want to tell them or what if they think different of me or, oh, I just don't want to bother them. Please no. do, because I'd rather one of my best friends coming to me and just no. being honest and open and telling me what their struggles are, how they're feeling. And I will help in any way that I can, whether it's just I need someone to talk to or yeah. I need help and I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, sometimes your best friends don't even know what you're going through and they are going to be the ones that you want to open up to because they're the ones that are going to want to help you and sometimes like I've reached out to Tess before and been like I am in such a dark place I feel depressed I feel stuck I feel like I'm in a rut and the best thing I ever do is reach out to her because although she can't solve it I always know that a she's there and B, she's always there to just listen and just be like, For whatever you need. Yeah. Remind me of the, 
like the things I have in my life. And sometimes it's also just about focusing on the things we have rather than things we don't have. And and that's the thing with our friendship is that I can tell you my deepest, darkest secrets. I can tell you my struggles. I can tell you everything. And it's never going to affect our friendship because we're never judging each other. We just listen. We're real. Things happen in life depending on what the circumstances yeah. is. And we're, we've been there for each other for so many things. And, and we're not I, perfect. Yeah. And, and if we I didn't, accept each other for that. If I didn't have you, I probably wouldn't have anyone to talk to. And yeah. for a lot of people, they don't. And it's hard. Yeah. So thank God I have you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that is very true. Like, and honestly... If you think, oh, maybe I can't talk to my friend. Honestly, your friend probably is so happy to hear yeah. from you and will always listen. Yeah, and they're always going to be there for you. And if that doesn't work and you feel like that made things worse so they didn't really hear me, then maybe try 988 or try finding a mental health worker such as a counselor or someone like that who will be able to just listen to what you have to say. And because I am an avid counselor goer, I will say it is so important to find the right counselor mm -hmm. for you. Yes, 100%. And you may go to a counselor and be like, I didn't like that. Don't discount counseling because of your one experience. Mm -hmm. It might be that the counselor was not the right fit. I have seen multiple counselors in my life and I saw somebody for a while that was through my like employee benefits assistance program. And I honestly left feeling like I was counseling him. And I was like, I don't think I got anything out of I've that. I've heard that a lot from a lot of different people too. And there's different types because you can see like a psychiatrist and different levels. What I have found is like a clinical counselor who I find is more practical, who is more personable, who maybe not be like not as much like the PhD who's giving you a clinical examination of your mental state, but they're listening to you as a person and can relate to you as a person. For me, that's what works better is someone that is relatable. Yeah. Someone that can talk to me like a human who isn't talking to me like a doctor who's like, you are my patient. Yeah. I see that you are exhibiting signs of depression. For depression, I recommend A, medication. B, see me more. C, medication. Medication. D, another medication. Yeah. So, and sometimes just getting your feelings off your own chest, out of your own mind, yeah. that can help you just, like, that step there is huge. Just getting yeah. it out there. Getting off your mind, getting off your chest, just talking out loud. Just And a third party, because sometimes, especially if you're dealing with things that are really hard, really emotional for you, and maybe your family, your friends have an invested attachment or in it, it's hard sometimes yeah. to talk to them about these things because... You're like, well, they're obviously always going to side with me or, you know, they're invested in this as well. So it's good to sometimes have a third party to help you see or be able to be like, oh, okay. So the things my family and friends are saying are of genuine concern sure. and not just because they haven't invested. Yeah. hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. So reach out. There's always people to talk to. You are never alone. Yeah. And, uh. If no one else, reach out to us. We're fun. Yeah. We're available to talk to. <laughs> We're married. So don't think of that. We're married. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. And one of the other topics, we're totally going to switch gears here. Oh, we like we do. We have a lot of 
side to topics and we're like ping pong. Yeah. Yeah. One side of the table to the other. Ping pong, ping pong, so ping pong. One conversation starts and it goes into 800 others. And then we sometimes go back. Sometimes yeah. not. It just yeah. happens. And this kind of, I guess, ties in to like your mental health, your overall well-being. And Tess and I were talking about like, we like to get dolled up. We like to make ourselves look good. And sometimes it's hard for others to understand like, well, why are you, like, what are you getting dolled Who up for? are you for? doing that for? We're doing it for ourselves. Yeah. I like to get dolled up for myself. Yeah. Honestly, I said to my mom the other night when we went to the mall, there was this like gorgeous tutu skirt and it was like a layered tiered thing. And there was like a short skirt, but then there was like a sheer layer that went to the bottom. And I said to my mom, I was like, honestly, if I had it my way, I'd wear shit like that every day. Yeah. And I was like, yes, I would sit at home, just pick my, like work from home, pick my kids up. But I would love that. I love that style. Yeah. I love be like I love being like to the nine glitz and glam. But am I doing it for everyone else? No. Mm-hmm. I do it because it makes me feel good and it makes me feel confident. I'm not getting dressed. Confidence the right. That's the perfect word. And Tess <laughs> and I were talking as well. Um, you know, I've had my lips done. It's no secret to anybody. If this is a secret to you. <gasps> <gasps> okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure most people know, um, but I actually have certain criteria of when I can get them done and I will only get my lips done if I feel good about myself. And it's like a, mm, like a little, ooh, it's boost. like a check me out. Yeah. Like, Oh, like it's enhancing the confidence that I already yeah. have. If I don't feel confident in myself, I will not get them done because then I feel like I'm looking to a cosmetic procedure to make me feel good. Yeah. I have to already feel good in my skin to have them done. And then it's just like a little, it's like buying a sweet new dress that you're like, I feel dope in this dress. I'm not looking to the dress to make me feel good. I already feel good. And this is just like. And sometimes you have those little insecurities and you just, you can just. Yeah. I would say fix them because that's not the right word. You can. Enhance. Enhance them. Yeah. Because that was me. I've always been self-conscious about my lips. And then, you know, Fiona got hers done and they look so good. And I just never thought about a beauty, um, tweak. Yeah, a beauty (laughs) tweak. Like I've never really thought about it. Like I've always thought about, okay, I want my lips done, but I just never went through with it. And then after seeing yours, I was like, and how happy you were with them and how good they look. So I just went and did it myself. Yeah. But I only did it for me. I'm not yeah. doing it for anybody else. I've always been self-conscious about some things that are going on. So I thought that's a confidence boost. Yeah. And yeah, I'm the same way. And how did it make you feel last year you got them done? feel really good. Yeah. Yeah. I love them. I absolutely love them. And most people wouldn't know I got them done because I'm not going for like zero to 100 here. I'm just going for a little filler, a little enhancement. Nobody other than people who know I've got them done could ever tell. No, you've got them done. Yeah. Yeah. You can't tell. And I am actually learning a lot now because the lady who does my lips does a lot of other things and she is so informative and, you know, next time I think of something, I would go and talk to her first because I'm not just going to go and get stuff done. Yeah. I want to go and talk to her and understand what can, you know, work different ways to enhance different things. And it's not necessarily that I'm going to like... I don't want to look plastic and I don't want to look perfect by any means, but if I can get a little enhancement here and there, I don't see the problem. And there's nothing wrong with doing something 
for yourself when you're already feeling confident. If you already feel confident and you're happy with who you are, but you're like, you know what? It's so different than like if you decide to go get your teeth whitened and you were like, my teeth really bug me. They're not white. I want to get them fixed. There's no different. And like, I know for some degree, like there are women who have grown up with no boobs, were teased all their lives and had no boobs. And they were like, you know what? I really want to get my boobs done. There's nothing wrong with that. If, but if they're confident, they're just like, you know what? I really want a little bit more. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I will also mention Tessa and I were in our thirties before we got anything done. We weren't like 18, 19, like insecure or looking like, oh, we need to jump on a trend. And that's what's worrying me at this time in my life is seeing how young people are doing these things yeah. and that I, I maybe don't necessarily agree with that Yeah, because in our mid-30s, mid-30s, whatever, that yeah. we decided that we wanted that little extra booster to do whatever we wanted to do, we're already confident women in certain places in our yeah. life. We know who we are. So that's different than being like, what, 18, 19, 20, where you're just like, yeah, oh, this person has their lips done and I like it. So I'm going to get it done. Yeah. And you might not even need it. Yeah. And that's the difference too, is like, we were older, we knew who we were, we just wanted something that was like, yeah, we feel good, but we want a little like pick me up, we want something that's like, yeah, exactly, like I love getting eyelash extensions, I absolutely love them, I don't have the time right now, I have two small kids, if I could do it all the time, I would, but I honestly don't know where I'd fit it. Yeah. Well, and I would love to do that too, but with my goggles, they hit the, my oh, goggles yeah. and I can't stand that. Sometimes even when I put mascara on and put my goggles on, I can feel them like hitting the glass. I can't stand that. By goggles, Tessa means her glasses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just to be clear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then now that I've worn goggles for so long, when I don't have them on, I think I look weird. And so I feel like, I don't know. I don't yeah. Like is there any other like beauty things you think you would do or I haven't set on one yet because yeah. like I say I just started yeah. like introducing this... myself to that world yeah and like I say the lady who does my lips and I think she's absolutely amazing she does a wonderful job she's also there to help you she's not going to be like oh yeah you want lip fillers boom 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 you look ridiculous hi thanks I got paid like yeah. she will literally tell you like you've had enough you look fantastic I'm not putting any more in. Yeah. Like, I think she's amazing in that way. So I tr- 100% trust that if there was something else I was interested in or maybe yeah. wanted to know more about, I would definitely go to a consult with her. Yeah. But I would never get anything done without that first. Without a consult. Yeah. yeah. I would go to my consult, hear what she has to say. Yeah. And then I would think about it for a while before getting it done. Yeah. Is there anything that you've thought about? Not 100% off the top of my head. Yeah. What about you? I mean, obviously I've thought about Botox, but it's just, I'm not ready. Yeah. Like I'm not there yet. I'm, I have a few lines. I know that I'm happy with them. I don't really care. The things that I'd be more interested in trying are some of like the facials yeah. that have like, like the, the plasma and stuff. Yeah. Or, yeah. or like where they take your yeah. blood and then, then they use the little yeah. needles to put it back into your skin and like rejuvenates your yeah. skin. That I would try a thousand times. Like I'd love to try that. I'm sure it would hurt, but I would try those things yeah. first. Um, yeah. And some of the peels and stuff yeah, like some that. Of that kind of stuff I'd be yeah. interested in. And anything also... that like looks makes my pores look smaller. Yeah. If you have any tips on yeah, how to I, make yeah. your 
fours look smaller. Please tell me because I am dying. I'm the same way. I've also got a couple, like, I don't know if you call them, like, sunspots or whatever that I noticed that I would like to remove or get rid of. But, again, I'm not just going to go for it. I would look at different ways to do it. Yeah. What's the best interest for me, safest way, and go from there. And I would also, like, I love, I always take care of my skin. And I am somebody who, for ages has I always wear SPF on my face I very important yeah and I always like I take my makeup off every night Mm -hmm. it's so important don't leave your makeup on that is the worst thing you can do all the oil that sits on your face all day wash your face before bed just do it and it takes two seconds yeah even if you just use water just just wash off the makeup just like one of those um I don't know yeah just wipe it off just anything and so I'm also open to like different, like there's so much good skincare Mm -hmm. that does so many good things. And I'm like only at the tip of the iceberg. Like I haven't gone fully into it and I've just gotten a new one from Sephora and it smells like watermelon and I'm obsessed with it. And it's like a toner, a serum, and then a moisturizer and it makes my face look dewy. Oh, I like that. Yeah. See, I I would like to get more into that too. Because with my skin, I feel like I have, I have really dry skin, but I also have really oily skin at the same time. Like yeah. my like, certain parts of my skin get really dry, and some are oily. So I've got to find something that works both magic combination. Combination, and I've tried different combination ones, and they just don't do anything. So I love this time of year because I feel like Christmas brings it all out. The sampler packs, like yes. I want to try it I all. I love those. I know. I just bought another one from Sephora that's like a really nice light moisturizer and I feel like my face like because like you I have dry spots my forehead I feel like always looks like a beacon like you could probably like <laughs> deep fry a chicken oh on there <laughs> but I love trying and I like yeah. this one because it's like lightweight but it's because sometimes some of the moisturizers I'm like I have to put like three coats on yeah. for my face to not feel like that's how I can't I move it and then I feel yeah and then I feel gross after I'm like ew yeah but I also have been learning a lot from the lady who does my lips I've been learning just a lot about lips in general and what I need to do to make my lips stay hydrated and fresh and look good and I didn't know any of that before I'm just over here using all like Burt's Bees and shit but like that's the professional that's what I'm going to listen to and I've learned so much in the last I don't know how long has it been since I got them done. Six months. Yeah. Like I've learned a lot from her. It just in lips alone. A lip let masks. alone, yeah. Let alone maybe wanting to think of something else or do something else. That's what I'm going to do. Is there like a no go that you don't think you would ever do? Well, and see, for me, Botox has always kind of been my number one. Yeah. But I don't know enough about it to say I'll never do it, because I always kind of thought Botox was like once you kind of start it, you can't really stop. And that's always kind of been in the back of my head. Yeah. So I'm going to go with, I'll never say never. Yeah. But for me, I'm going to consults to yeah. learn what's best for me. Because yeah. maybe if I went and said, I need Botox for this and this. Yeah. She might come back and say, well, actually, if you did this or this, that can, you know, like, yeah. so I'm not against it. But I just started learning about the beauty world. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. See, and I think for me... I don't know that I would ever go as far as like a facelift. Those things that's like scare yeah. me a little bit. And I just, I would like to age as gracefully as possible. Yes. Like maybe I'll end up getting some Botox, but I feel like at least that wears off and then you still look your age. Like 
it wears off. A facelift is permanent. You this get true. and like what ends up happening is your face looks tight yeah. and your neck looks saggy. Yeah. And like for me, again, I don't know enough about the beauty world yeah. to say yes or no to certain things. Yeah. Um just because I I don't know a lot about yeah. it. I really I really don't. Yeah. And I look at my mom and I think she's, you know, in her sixties and she looks freaking terrific. And, you know, my Baba, who's 93, looks phenomenal. So I can only hope to have those genes. Me too. And, I mean, your mom looks yeah. fantastic. She's, yeah. She, she has looks, hardly any wrinkles. She doesn't, and she never wears any makeup or anything. She looks amazing. So, same thing. I hope that I get that side of the family's genes for aging gracefully. Let's knock on some imaginary wood yeah. here. So, we'll see what the future holds. Mm-hmm. Well, next week, Tess and I are going to do a... Uh, year roundup we're going to talk about kind of our highs and lows of the year maybe some new year's resolutions and just what we're hoping 24 will bring people so on that note cheers and merry christmas to all to all oh goodness